Oops, please. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. We'll write it and we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning, party people. How the heck you doing? Happy Monday to you and yours, 534. Happy Monday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Morning, buddy. How the heck you doing over there, pal? Doing all right, man. Hey, I'm coming back to myself uh, pretty quick in my headphones. How about that? Is that any better? Let me see. Nope. Oh, Oh, wait, you know what? There. How about that? Yes, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I found the button. Thanks, baby. It was just sticky. Now we're good. That's what it was. That's great. Uh, Carl Brown, you are still at home. Yeah, I couldn't, uh, I don't think I could consider myself 24 hours symptom-free to That's return fair. to the office, so uh, I'm fair. taking one more day out of precaution. You are back in the studio. That's right. How does it smell after John was in there for a week? You know, I, I was wondering what that smell was. I forgot that John was in here already. <laughs> You'll and... have to describe it to me. Yeah. Now, because uh, I will not be able to smell it myself. Your yeah, your taste and smell. You lost it over the weekend. Oh, dude, real bad too. Like we're talking. I, I think I'm I'm picking up maybe like ten percent, fifteen percent. That's what ten or fifteen percent. Like I can taste uh, like like sharp like sharp flavors, strong flavors. Yeah, there's certain things I can and can't taste. Like I got coffee next to me here. I may as well be drinking a cup of hot water. Really? Mm-hmm. It's really hard to describe. I know what coffee tastes like. I know what it smells like. Yeah. And I'm consuming it, and I know it's coffee, but I can't really tell you it's coffee. I was I was going to say, are you going to continue to drink the hot liquid? Or Yeah, of course. Yeah? Yeah. Just because what, routine-wise and the caffeine? Yeah, I guess so. It's what I do at this time. I want, I guess I just wondered right if now. you go, I can't taste it, so I may as well just go back to just, what about in water? Like, it's just what, wet? Well, it's just, yeah, it's just water. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. water doesn't... Water if you, if you think has I didn't, a ki- taste, kind of. If you think I didn't care what flavor my bubblies and or Gatorade was yeah. before, pal, we are going to enter a whole new era of not caring what things taste like. I want to do that whole, yeah, really. I want to do that whole TikTok thing where I put a bunch of weird things in a box and then you have to ch- taste them. Yeah, you might be, it might be the time to do it. I'm judging everything off texture. <laughs> it's tough. I, yeah, what about me? How do you even choose what to eat for meals? You could feed me intravenously right now. Truly, it's, it's just not a big deal. I feel it does feel a little bit wasteful. Like we went for yeah, uh, like a Mother's Day brunch, like a like an like a nice like elevated high end Mother's Day brunch yesterday, and yeah. it was I was picking up some of what I was tasting, but it felt it felt kind of like wasteful. Like I don't want to. I feel I already am terrible at cooking for myself, and yeah. I feel less enthused to cook for myself. That's what I was going to ask. I yeah. mean, how do you even choose what just, to eat? I'll just live off cereal until this comes back. Yeah. Well, I mean, that sounds very unhealthy, but... Probably. <laughs> but apparently you're supposed to, like, continue challenging your palate with, like, strong flavors and stuff, so oh. we're going to we're gonna keep doing that until hopefully it comes back. It, it's better than it was on Saturday. It's coming back around a little bit. Saturday was what? Like, a complete no-go? Like, nothing. Nothing. Really? I, I could step in dog poop, and I wouldn't smell it. That's, now don't do that. I didn't even, there was a couple times where I know I did like something in a bathroom and it would not, like, I know I could could not break through my own smell barrier. Really? Yeah. How? But the the fun thing is, I'm immune to it. 
we were making up the guest bed for my Aunt Holly who's staying with us. Yeah. I cut one and Chelsea's like, that's criminal. Oh my I God, no. I don't even know. You cut one while making a bed? Yeah. In a guest, Carl. What? That's bad. Sorry, I that, had to. That's, you know what you did? You could have stepped away. I'm, walk, I'm walking around like a deaf guy in that's, here. Yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Wow. That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, buddy. Don't ever run. Don't ever run a bed and breakfast. No, I don't think that's. <laughs> I am just here to serve breakfast. Don't, <laughs> don't think it's in oh, the future. Sorry, couldn't sorry. hold it. Sorry, I got the walk. Anyways, first. that'll be one hundred ninety dollars a night. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, look, I'm happy to be back in studio. We got you yeah. um, on a proper system because the system you're on died on Friday, so we had to get you to oh. our backup system and. It sounds worse. You know what bloody happened is the system in the studio there died. The The internet went out in building. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's what it was. It kicked me off. Yeah, so I'm connected oh. through my Comrex as usual. But yeah, I got a text from my engineer after the show. He said, well, there's nothing you could have done. Our internet went out in studio. Oh, perfect. As reliable as always. Good timing. Isn't it? Good system we have around oh, here. Oh, it's a great system. All right. Well, hey, we're... We're fifty percent of the way uh, back to normal, but uh, Carl, you sound yes. Even though you can't taste or smell, yeah, you sound better. Yeah, I feel better, buddy. I think I'm probably a, a day or two behind you there. There you go. All right, Dink of the day coming up. Alexis on fire, kicking off a Monday show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Bill Frog, Soper and Brown Show, ninety seven seven Hits FM. All right, let's get going here with. Uh, our dink of the day, Carl Brown. And we're going to go to California today. Uh, I think it's, I don't know how you pronounce this. Mer- Merced? M-E-R-C-E-D. Merced. Merced? Yep. Sure. Yeah. Are you Are you saying that because you know or you're also guessing? No, I'm just saying it with confidence so it sounds like I know what I'm doing. I, I rely on you to know these weird American towns because <laughs> you've been to a lot of them for some reason. I have been to a bunch of them. I think it's Merced. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Are you, with have, it. You, have you been to California? Yeah, yeah, lots. Yeah. Lots? Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I don't know if I've particularly been to Merced, but... <laughs> well, we're going to go to J.C. Penny in Merced. Excellent. Um, a man by the name, 37-year-old, uh, Stephen Stanley. He That's bro- a fake name. <laughs> he broke a glass case in the jewelry department, and he, he broke it, and then he started shoveling jewelry into his bag. I don't know. It, does J.C. Penney have like a really illustrious jewelry selection? No, I don't believe it's illustrious. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I don't. don't I don't think so. But he's shoveling. Okay, stuff in. Two Samaritans approached him and tried to hold him back and say, "You can't do this." He's uh, or uh, Stan, or pardon me, Steve. I keep wanting to call him Stanley Stephen. Stephen Stanley. You can mix them up. It's first, okay. Firsty, firsty. Mm-hmm. Uh, then tried to push them away and. Make a move. They again tried to grab him. And to this point, Stephen Stanley had a plan. That plan was pepper spray. <laughs> he takes out the pepper spray. It's always good when you let that off indoors. He t- takes out the pepper spray. Yep. And in an attempt to spray both these Samaritans in the eyes, one problem. Well, he held the can backwards Attaboy. and sprayed himself in the face. Nicely done. Directly into his own eyes, absolutely doused himself with pepper spray. <laughs> whenever he, you let, whenever you let that stuff off indoors, I mean, obviously he's going to be the most affected, but he has created a cloud there of people oh. now in that J.C. Penny who are going to get bombarded by that pepper spray. Everybody is dealing with it, but the fact that you opened it up on yourself—yeah, tremendous cell phone, full stream in the eye. 
<laughs> he hit the ground. The other two were coughing. They then jumped on him and held him in place until the police eventually showed up. He was promptly arrested and now has a court date and all that kind of good stuff. It's a tough one to hold your head high when you show up for that court date. So you're a jewelry thief? Kind of. What were you robbing? J.C. Penny. <laughs> and you pepper sprayed yourself? Yes. <laughs> He's learned his lesson. For the love of God. <laughs> what do you do? You at least find him, or? Yeah. Oh yeah. Community service. Something. Yeah. This guy. I mean, if you don't have, if you aren't able to feel shame and embarrassment from that, then you may not be capable of it. Yeah, that's a good point. Stephen Stanley. Stanley Stephen. Here, dink of the day. The Silver and Brown Show. Ninety-seven-seven hits FM. Pumpkins 97.7 Hits FM Soper and Brown Show. It's 5.56. You know, I want to uh, thank John, Jonathan, really quickly, who was with us all last week and helped us get through a, a bit of a, a interesting scenario. Is uh, Just a weird week, man. We both got sent home after Monday, obviously, with positive COVID results. And, uh, you know, John did his best filling in for us. We had an abundance of tech issues last yeah. week, like more so than usual, which just led to a, a tough scenario. He, he worked through uh, some weird stuff and, and whatnot, although I realized there was one thing. So we have like our, and this will be pulling the curtain back. I'll try to explain. Mm-hmm. We, we have our sound effect uh, board, yep. and so there's two of them. One of them's labeled Soper and Brown 1. The other one's labeled Soper and Brown 2. Mm-hmm. And they kind of stack on top of each other on the machine. Yeah. So if I was to say to you, where would you put Soper and Brown 1? On the top or on the bottom? Uh, on the top. That's one. Okay. Yes. Right? That makes yeah. sense? Yes. Because all last week, I would I was trying to run him through things. Like, I'd be like, oh, I need the fish sandwich or I yeah. need the aggressively penis. And I'd be like... Fish sandwich is on page two on the right, second from uh, the top. Your muscle memory kind of knows where it yeah. sits on those on those two soundboards. So I'm throwing him all sorts of things. And every time he would be like, uh, I can't find it. And, and I, I'd, he's like, well, I'm explaining exactly where it is. Like, I yeah. don't understand. Second row. Why you can't. The right. He put page, he put Soper and Brown two on the top and Soper and Brown one on the bottom. And now it makes so much more sense. <laughs> As to why he couldn't find some of these things. <laughs> amongst, I just Amongst John's hot food takes, he also reads right to left. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so he doesn't read many books, I guess. I mean, I just, I couldn't understand. And even this morning when we first went on air, mm-hmm. I went to find the round of applause to give you the claps when you came on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell? Where's the round? And I looked, I was like, why is page one on the... Anyways. Mm-hmm. John touched my stuff. I don't like it. <laughs> you need a day in there to get a reset. You, you get every, you get everything prepped and back to normal. Yeah. I'll slide in there tomorrow when you're when it's ready. Nobody's touched your Crown Royal box yet. So good. You're, um, That's what I used to set my computer on. Yeah, you're still you're, a bottle of Crown in there. You're doing okay. Hey, it was the Kentucky Derby yesterday. Saturday. Or, uh, or, or pardon me, a Saturday. Yeah. We talked on Friday's show about some of the horse names. You were disappointed in the horse names. In the, in the field, yes. Yeah. I was terribly disappointed. I was happy Messier didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> you do have some beef with Mark Messier. As a Canucks fan, I could not wager on a Canadian horse, even if it is named Messier. Fair enough. Sorry. The well, It was Xander that was the... Zandon, yeah. Was Zandon, the, that yeah, was what it was. It was one of the high-end ones. Epicenter uh, was near the top of the field. I really enjoyed Epicenter. I thought that was a pretty good name for a horse, personally. Yeah. 
Uh, you, what was the the horse that you were a huge fan of? Cyberknife. Cyberknife. <laughs> Which you have to legally say it like that. Yes, you do. Yeah, you have to say it like Knight Rider. Cyberknife did not end up winning. No, I think sixth. It six. was hanging around the top three though for a bit there. Epicenter finishing second. Yep. The horse that ended up winning. I oh, actually, man. I went back and listened to you. I, I don't think you even said the name of the horse. I think as of Friday, that horse was not supposed to be in the field. Oh. The, it, was, it was a late addition. Somebody was scratched and that horse was added. I don't believe Rich Strike was was part of the field until Friday. Might have been Friday afternoon. So when you and I did that bit, it probably would have been, what, 7 o'clock? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so I think it was after. Yeah, so I think it was a horse. And I heard, uh, was it Mike Tarico that was doing coverage, right? Yeah, I think so. I heard him say that this horse wasn't even supposed to be in this race until Friday. Oh, well, you know what? You know what that means. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't even a horse. It was two men in a horse costume. <laughs> well, those, Come was, on. Was one of them Usain Bolt? Because, yes. Because... Uh, Around the around the turn there, when that horse was sitting in like thirteenth, fourteenth, and then hit whatever the whatever the equivalent of horse nos is, it absolutely <laughs> took off. Dude, the above view, yeah. of Rich Strike mm-hmm. making a comeback and blasting by every other. You got to see, you got to look it up. Yeah, it's incredible. Even if you're not a horse, uh, we're not horse racing people. We just like to keep track of the names, honestly. Yeah, but I watched the video. It was nuts. Yeah. He was at the back of the pack, and, and yeah, hit figured like out that he was in a race. Mario Kart hit the turbo boost, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> he got the star and was like blowing by everybody. Where does eighty to one rank in terms of odds? Well, I was just going to say so. Yeah, because it was a late edition, the odds were eighty to one. That yeah. is unheard of. And it was, I, I read yesterday, it was either 1912, 1916. That's the last time a horse with better or like worse or the same odds won the race. Yeah. That's, of, you had to go back over 100 years. Yeah, there you go. As, so, yeah, as of race time, 79 to 1 were the odds out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, last time, we, uh, we have to go to uh, <laughs> Donnerail or Dunrail. Yeah. 1913 13, was, was, was a 91 to 1 odd. Albeit... Albeit in a field of eight horses. See, there we to, go. Compared to the 20 that ran on Saturday. This is even more impressive than in my opinion. Yeah. Looking at it here, uh, Country House in 2019 was 65 to 1. Mind That Bird in 2009 and Giacomo in 2005. Those are both 50 to 1. Uh, Galahadian, 1940, was 35 to 1. Is this the greatest underdog story in sports history? Yeah. I mean, the horse doesn't know it, but yeah. <laughs> that horse was upset after the race. He kept trying to bite the other ones. <laughs> Somebody explained to the horse it won. <laughs> Relax. That horse is a real Carl Buddy, Brown of horses. You're getting the salt lick of all salt licks. Stop trying to bite that pony. No, it was the real Carl Brown of horses. <laughs> he won, still not satisfied. <laughs> he wanted to keep racing. Let him let him run it off. Put me back out there. Yeah. No, come on. We're gonna put a ribbon on you. This is great. It's like you won and the whole there's just two dudes desperately trying to stop that horse from biting another horse. Here's a reason we tried to hold you out, Rich Strike. You don't play by the rules. <laughs> oh man. Anyways. I'm sorry Cyberknife didn't get the W for you. So bro. am I. CHTZ and iHeart Radio Station. Bob Talent, 977 Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. Somebody just texted and said Rich Strike, which was the winning horse, the Kentucky Mm -hmm. Derby, uh, 
best or or uh, biggest odds, I guess, or however you would. What would you would you say best odds? You wouldn't say best odds. No, I say longest. Longest odds. Thank you. Yeah, second longest odds. Uh, since nineteen thirteen. Yeah, and again, the nineteen thirteen race was an eight horse field yeah. compared to the twenty horse field. So truly, I think you can fairly say with con- with with historical context, probably the biggest upset. In Kentucky Derby history on Saturday, eighty to one, incredible comeback. Watch the video of the drone above if you haven't seen it yet. But text message said Rich Strike, the trainer of that horse and the owner of that horse, lives in Fort Erie. Yeah, so says uh, one of our texters here. I just actually is that got a confirmed? Picture. I just got a picture. Hold on here. Yeah, because that's a pretty cool local yeah. angle. Yeah, it might be. Uh, I don't. I don't know here. how true this is. Yeah, he said the, the last name of the family is uh, is Mathis, Julie Mathis, yeah. owner and trainer. And uh, yeah, he sent me a picture of a horse. So the horse, <laughs> the horse lives in Fort Erie. I don't know. That would explain why I was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bite. <laughs> you won, buddy. Yeah, relax. Well, I, as far as we can tell, that appears to be true. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell. Does it look like the horse that won yesterday? Oh, it's a horse, all right. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. It's a horse. I don't know if I can recognize the horse, but I think if I walked past the girl behind the Dallas bench, I might recognize her. Did you oh, see that on Saturday? Oh, man. Hits Nation, if you're if you're tuned in right now, by any chance, did you see the girl sitting behind Rick Bonus behind the Dallas Stars bench on Saturday? Oh, I'm t- Hits Nation did because I got sent the video and the pictures four or five different times. <laughs> she got some run on Twitter, that's for sure. Holy cannons! <laughs> <laughs> Look, when you get that, you gotta be proud of the work that you had done. I agree. Right? You should. That's a real smoke them if you got them situation. You there. should. Yeah. Do you think she bought those tickets on purpose? The, the behind the net? Yeah. No, I don't think she paid for those tickets, sir. Oh, a good point, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the guy who brought her, do you think he knew what he was doing? I think so. Yeah? I think so, yeah. yeah when so. At, at what point do you think she knew she had gone viral, like on Twitter? Was it in the oh, middle of the know. game, or do you think yeah, it was I mean, after? When- checked her phone at the intermission, maybe. Yeah? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know the uh, the TNT panel, uh, our well and boy, oh. Paul, B- Paul B. Sinet was... Uh, Aware. Biz we'll did not hold back. Right, well, maybe you were distracted by what's going on behind the bonus there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't really see. I, was, I knew you were going to say something. Right. I knew That's it. why they call it the Big D voice. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. Holy junk. Man. That's a deep V. That is a this deep one. V. That's a deep V. That's killer. Oh, man. That's a deep V. I, I get to, it's look at, look at the guys in the text box. I'm as I found her Instagram. Oh yeah, you did. Hits Nation at, at sexy Nat G is her Instagram. No. Yeah. Wow. We got some we we got some researchers in the text box. Attaboy. Look at you guys being so diligent when something motivates you. They knew. <laughs> she knew what she was doing. I I kind of just assumed she was probably going for that Instagram money. You know. Yeah, the, maybe. Little, little Instagram fame. Maybe. I don't Where's know. I'll guess. have to. I'll have to, uh, for research purposes, I'll, I'll look at her account and see if she's doing that. Oh, I'm doing it right see now. See if she got some traction. Yeah, I've already pulled it up. Yeah, what do you got? Um, it's a follower count. Right now, currently, she's at 24,000. You see? That's the NHL for you. You just don't have the exposure. If she was front row like that in an NBA game, oh, over a mil already. Oh, 100%. get more eyes on the product, Gary. Ooh, check this out. Toronto girl. Oh, no way. Toronto girl. 
Moved to Texas. That's why she was at the uh, Dallas game, I guess. What would you bet that Tyler Sagan asked for a number? <laughs> How much money do you have on you? <laughs> <laughs> I got two 20s in my wallet. <laughs> Holy. Um, anyways, yeah, if you want to research that, you won't be disappointed. There's a lot of deep V content on there. <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Hits Nation pointing mm-hmm. out that the woman in the uh, the Dallas Stars game behind the bench also has an OnlyFans. Not a girl. So good for you. Good. Go go make that money. Yeah. Instagram money, only OnlyFans money. Those are an investment. Hell yeah. Yes. Good for you. Apparently she's at quite a few Dallas Stars games. Good. Kind of like a working advertisement. Yeah. Why wouldn't more, you? More active on Twitter than uh, than Instagram. Oh like really? Yeah. Oh, okay. As far as your research can tell, that's right. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Go make mm-hmm. that. Go make that money. <laughs> hey, one of the stories that we talked about on the show, I want to say it was about two months ago, and sometimes you know we'll just share life stories from around the globe, and occasionally we'll get to follow up, like oh this person did something stupid, got arrested, now we'll follow up on a court date, and sometimes we just forget to follow up altogether. And this one, I think I might have forgot completely. But we do have to follow up because he's dead. <laughs> now we, this is a story we talked about. Yeah, and you're right. It was a few months back, we wanted to track this to see, you know, how viable this was and where it went. We're talking about the guy who had a pig heart implanted mm-hmm. uh, in his chest. He had been through, he'd been through a couple different heart replacements, right? Yeah, and he he'd been on the waiting list, and then they finally came and said. Hey, look, we don't know if we're going to find you one. Yeah. But we have this experimental surgery where we believe we can put a pig heart in your place and we kind of think everything's going to work out. So I've got a note here. A uh, 57-year-old patient, uh, his name was uh, David Bennett. He survived over two months after going a landmark pig heart transplant. He uh, passed away uh, near the end of March. He underwent the surgery in January. So he, actually, we talked about this a number of months ago. Mm. Uh, condition worsened over the span of a few days, and it wasn't the um. Doesn't look like it was the organ itself that failed. It was a virus that got him. A pig virus. Yeah, man. So, did it come with the heart, or are you just more susceptible to pig viruses when you have a pig heart? Yeah, the uh, it says here, doctors believe the experiment may have been derailed as a result of an unforced error as the pigs that were bred to provide the organs are supposed to be free of viruses. Uh, if this was an infection, it says we can likely prevent it in the future. So it it came it came with it? Well the problem The guy was is, screwed from the start? The problem is when when you get a when you have an organ transplanted into your body. Uh-huh. There's medications that you take that are they're called anti-rejection medications. And what it does is it lowers your immune system's ability to, to, to fight because your body recognizes a foreign agent that's been, that's been planted in your body. Mm. And it will try and fight that foreign agent until it removes it. Your body knows. So anti-rejection meds do a hell of a number on your, uh, on your immune system. So if there was a virus that he had, his system was ripe for it. It's a big problem when it comes to organ transplants. My God. Yeah. 
Well, Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. I was going to say, you just can't like yeah. drop all that knowledge. I'm well, sorry. I know lots about my mom had a, My mom's had a kidney transplant, Look, so I know lots about this I stuff. know you do, but like, could you give me a heads up to play the intro? Like, you're just spouting <laughs> off all this like scientific Sorry, baby. I'm feeling, my, I'm feeling myself again today. I know. Six of them give me a heads up. I had to scroll to find it. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> My God. Good to be back in studio, though. I'll no tell kidding. you that. Yeah. Uh, so the doctors are basically just like, ah, hey, we screwed this one up. Don't worry. It won't happen again. I mean, look, the guy was going to, he was either going to die in January of heart failure or we were going to take a chance on a big heart. Yeah. And he got two more months out of it. Do you think so- he. Like, as he was deteriorating, do you think they walked in and went, what was his name again? Sorry? Uh, David Bennett. Okay. Do you think they walked in and went, David, I, dude, it's the heart. You got a pig thing. <laughs> well, you think it's the pig heart. <laughs> like. I mean, he knew it was experimental, right? Like, it was, it was you know, he, it, this was a sign-off scenario. Yeah. This was, uh, there's no other option, or we can try this. Like, this is. A willingness to, you know, it's going to be a learning thing as much as anything else, right? Does it make you more or less likely to go forward with this if you are ever in this scenario? I, I'm hoping you're not. I'm not saying I want to give you a pig heart yet. What would you do for $1,000? Would you get a pig heart? But does it, it does, what is, where does this put you? I will say more likely. More likely? Yes. Really? Yes. Kind of freaks me out a little. Well, it hadn't been done before. Yeah. The sequel's got to be better than the original in this case, That's, don't you think? Uh, look. This was, wasn't this the learning opportunity? This is true. You don't want to be the first guy to get the pig heart. You'd prefer to be the second, no. or maybe like the 30th, honestly. Yeah, but yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I truly hope we don't have to give you a pig heart tomorrow. Yeah, my assumption would be they get better at this through the process. Yeah. That's my assumption. Also, I apologize, but we are giving you the pig heart. Yeah, I was going to say, how am I volunteering no, for this? I you don't just... put yourself in these shoes, eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I'm I because I don't, it kind of makes me nervous. Well, it should make you nervous. <laughs> it's heart surgery. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I did, look, I got a lot of medical issues. Yes, you do. Giving me a pig heart seems like a bad idea. Yeah, we were running down the gamut of all your medical issues the other day. I'll take a pig leg. Might be better than the one I have now. Same length. <laughs> Who's to know if your soul will see their 977 Hits FM Soper and Brown Show. Guitar Dude just jumping in with some. Hey, Guitar Dude, call, call us, 905-688-9797. I'd rather mm-hmm. him explain the story. He had some heart procedure he's just kind of explaining to us. It's not, yeah. it's not, um, it's not pig heart related. No, it's a, it's a ventricle. Yeah, yeah, he had a, a, a ventricle replaced. Yeah. yeah okay. I'll, we'll see. If, if not, I'll read his text. But mm-hmm. Guitar Dude, give me a call. I'll pick you up live here. You can explain yourself really quickly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you were mentioning you know, your your mom went through something. Your aunt, who's visiting you right now, yes. actually helped out. Was uh, the one who donated the kidney to yeah. my mom. Yes. So this is why you know a so little bit much about, about yes about about organ transplantation rejection and all the processes yes so, but uh, yeah if you missed it the the guy who got the pig heart transplant uh, died after a couple of months of living with the pig heart he got a pig virus yeah some kind of a virus here Crazy. from it yeah that you know this um I'm just reading through the medical article here in the Guardian and it says on the 43rd day of the experiment doctors discovered that Bennett was breathing hard and Warm to the touch. This is a direct quote from a doctor. 
He looked really funky. Oh, God. Something happened to him. He looked infected. Oh. <laughs> he looked really funky? <laughs> Can you see that after you put a big heart in a guy? Yeah, I don't know. That's Come a great on, question. Man. I don't There's know if a... I want my doctor to say that. Ooh, you look funky. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. I expect most doctors I've you know run into are... They're just, they're a certain breed, I, I feel yeah. like. They got that, uh, they got that bedside manner. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I think I want that out of my doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I certainly don't want him to describe me as funky looking. <laughs> Ooh, you feel warm. You look, you look a little funky. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a guitar dude did not call in, but yeah, he has so, an artificial ventricle and chamber wall in his heart made out of the same stuff they make rubber boots out of. Mm-hmm. 29 years, uh, no complications, shout out to McMaster Hospital. So there you go. He must have got it when he was like a young kid. He's not, yeah. I we've don't met, know how old Guitar Dude is, but he's, we've he met can't guitar be dude. that old. No, certainly not. Yeah. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. Shout out yeah. science, huh? Yeah, man. Oh, cool. All right. Well, uh, now that we got that Pig Heart stuff out of the way, uh, uh, RIP to Pig Heart guy. Yeah. Uh, he'll go down in the history books at the very least. He sure will. Looked funky. What the hell, man? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, then we get that out of the way. Um, well, they didn't say that to him. We're, yeah, we're going to get to rapid fire questions. And you want to give away some passes for a movie premiere? I sure do, Goose. Uh, you can, <laughs> all this week, we're going to be giving away passes uh, to see Top Gun Maverick. Finally, oh, yeah. this thing's been delayed like two years. Yeah, man. It's been, I think, for two straight years, they've tried to release this thing in May and and due to you know, restrictions and pandemic issues, it's been pushed back and pushed back. They've had this in the camp for a while. Top Gun Maverick, May 30th, Landmark Cinemas, Penn Center in St. Catharines. It's a soper and brown night of the movies. Yeah, baby. Hopefully. <laughs> Stop it. Two tickets. Stop it. On the line for best question, 977-977. Text them in. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Sober and Brown Show. Let me know. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> Let's go rapid fire questions. Another movie premiere, Carl Brown. We're seeing Top Gun Maverick this time. Yeah, man. May 30th, the night of the movies with Soper and Brown at Landmark Cinemas, Penn Center, St. Catharines. Top Gun Maverick. Finally, Danger Zone. First one here. Not really a question, but just said, giving my job of eight years, two weeks notice today. Can I get a fish sandwich? Hell yeah. Do Absolutely. I get a fish sandwich? Screw that place. You're better mm-hmm. than it. The other person just said, is online dating acceptable after the age of 40? Of course. Of course it is. Do whatever you want. There's even like places to do it. If, yeah. Like, if you want people that are in your age group. Dating how you want. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if you're trying to go after someone who's 20, there's a chance they're not going to be into that. There's a chance they might be into that. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? You may find both. Did somebody tell you you couldn't? No. Oh, so, put yourself out there. Do what you want. Where else are you going to find people? If you could go back to high school, what would you do differently with what you know now? What would I do differently? Maybe pay attention more. I coasted. I I really, really coasted. Maybe, maybe pay attention more. But, yeah, I ended up here and I'm pretty happy. Yeah, you you've, you landed the spot where you wanted to land. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I was, I kind of punted those last, like, I was in there a ton, but I stretched myself pretty thin those last two <laughs> years. <laughs> multiple people, and I mean multiple people, mm-hmm. ask this question in, in a certain type of way. So I'm going to read it. I'm going to read this one, 
And if you end up picking it, make sure you let me know because I did write down their phone number and I will text you if you're the winner. All right. Because if we choose this, it's going to be about nine people who think they won. If you guys got to swap an animal part with no complications and you got to take one of their attributes slash abilities, what would you choose and why? Oh, I mean. <laughs> so you any this, body part yeah. with that animal and then you assume its attributes and abilities. You know, the obvious answer is, uh, you know, something well endowed, right? Yeah, who's got the biggest animal? Yeah, but... But no, but then it's it's going to look weird. Yeah, oh, for sure. You can't have a donkey appendage. You, would you can't have, do it. You would have to okay it, with, if you were married, with your wife or husband first, you can't right? Be, you just can't do that. Because I mean, you'd you have just, to be like, look, yeah, honey, but we're, we're still humans, though. You if, know what I mean? If I got a donkey... Would you still do things with me? And if she says no, then that means nobody's going to do it, and you're I don't screwed. Think it's capable. Right now, I would take a what, what's an animal that has incredible smell and taste? <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> who's got the best? Uh, who it would be a dog or something, like some kind of like a bloodhound? Let's see here, animal with most accurate smell. I, I think of like a bloodhound. Hmm. Interesting. The oh. award goes to the catfish. What? <laughs> Apparently, the catfish with its cat-like whiskers has up to more than one hundred and seventy-five thousand taste-sensitive cells. No. An average person has about ten thousand taste buds. You're gonna have the nose of a catfish. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Brown. Good for ditch swimming too. Actually, I think it'd be awful for ditch swimming. You want to smell all that? You know you're in it. <laughs> Here's a, this person brings up a good point. Gills. It's definitely gills. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, where are you, you going to have them? Is it on the side of your neck or like along your ribs? Where is them, it? Yeah. Can I put them down the ribs so like, you don't have to see them all the time? Yeah. In the armpit. Carl, you don't need to swim with your shirt on. No, I do. You don't want to see yeah, these. I'm a shirt on kind of guy. You don't want to see these. <laughs> I need to choose something from a gorilla, and then when I play hockey and I go like into the corner, I'm just like, guys are bouncing off me. <laughs> really work in the just corners. Just take like, the shoulder width of a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's a reasonable explanation of why we say a pair of underwear when it's only one? I think it's because you put your legs through them. Yeah. Right? I think that's what it is. There's two there's, holes. There's two well, holes. Three holes, I guess. What would you What would you say if not a pair of underwear? An underwear? Yeah, that sounds stupid, doesn't it? I need to put on an underwear. The reason we say it's a pair of underwear, because an underwear sounds dumb. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> that's right. Would you rather all your photos on your phone get leaked online for everyone to see, or your mom see your porn history? It's from Will. Oh, neither would be that embarrassing. Yeah. One, because... I'm not too worried about somebody's opinion. <laughs> Two, because it's mostly just pictures of my dog. Yeah. Like, there'd be a lot of, like, there's a lot. Of, it would be embarrassing that way. Okay. there's, like, saved images of wrestling toys I want and my dog. Yeah. And that's kind of it. <laughs> and they'd be like, where are you or your wife or your friends? Occasionally <laughs> uh, pictures of food that we send each other. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that. Picture of my dinner that I sent the, to the group chat. Yeah. It would be pretty... Non-controversial. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> I'll say you can leak the pictures. I'll say that just because I don't. It wouldn't cost me. Yeah, I, I don't know if I have anything too insane. You can share all my Twitter memes that I have saved. It's yeah. fine. Go ahead. Uh, I'm at Timmy's car in front of me. Just started their order with a hi. No, they did. Not. Yeah, that's what it said. Bam, bam. Said never laugh so hard. Whoever you are, we love how you. How many? How many people sent you that clip on Instagram with the dude on the plane? This oh, weekend? so many. So many. Yeah, which is actually, I think, a bit of an old clip. I yeah. Think it's, I think it's made a go around, but yes, we have seen the plane clip. And that and that plane did not pass a vibe check. No. Come one, on. Like one dude. Come on. Last one. You can buy anything in the world that you want right now. What do you buy? Right now? Right now, anything. Money doesn't mm, matter. All-inclusive. All-inclusive trip? Yeah, like a, just like an oh. eight-day turn, eight turn the brain off. That's a great answer. High-end... Like, yeah, real, just, I'm in the chair. I got a towel guy. Oh, a towel guy? Yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah. I was going to say gorilla leg. (laughs) I like yours better. Way better. Way better. Anyways, I think I like the animal one. Okay. Now, again, so many people texted that. I will text the winner. Sure. If you don't hear from me, I didn't choose yours. I'm sorry. All right, shout out to Ryan. He got himself Top Gun Maverick passes. Again, I wanted to make sure I gave that name out there because the question he asked seriously came in from nine different people in nine different ways. Which kind of makes sense. We were talking about the pig heart transplant patient, the story that came to us in January. A guy's name is David Bennett uh, passing away uh, near the end of March, actually, and uh, the story coming out now that he, I believe he lived 47 days with the pig heart transplant. Mm. And, uh, hey, he knew it was a risk going in. They gave it a shot. That didn't work. Died of a pig virus. Yeah. It was tough. Tough one. But uh, Ryan was the one who asked the question, whose question we chose. He's got the passes. We'll have more to give away. Movie premiere, Soper and Brown premiere, Landmark Cinemas in St. Catharines. It's May 30th. We'll do it again around 6.30 tomorrow. You uh, People also love the fact that when was asked what animal would you choose to be, yeah. you chose a cat. You chose to have a catfish nose because mm-hmm. you currently have no smell or taste. <laughs> That's right. And Apparently many people, are, their receptors are very sensitive. Pointing out that you do not want to smell okay. as well as they do because the world will be a mess. Yeah, it'd be uh, pretty, pretty tough to get around. It's, it's a it? short-term gain for long-term. It's pain. Addre- it's addressing a current need. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Long-term. Probably not the smoothest. So obviously we tested positive. We were all off last week. I'm now back in studio. You'll be back in studio tomorrow. Yep. But yeah, I, I never lost my taste or smell. This is one of the, the symptoms. You did. You're, right now you're dealing with, you said there's very few kind of scents and whatnot you get. Yeah, it was it was interesting because all through the week, like my, you know, my congestion and stuff was pretty bad, like Tuesday through Friday, especially Friday. And then Saturday... My my taste and my smell had been fairly fine throughout the entire week. And then Saturday, yeah, I, I woke up and I made a pot of coffee. And I was like, I can't really smell the coffee. I was in the shower. I used my like Old Spice like body wash stuff. Nothing. Brushed my teeth. Nothing. My deodorant. Nothing. Man. Like those like you really familiar scents that yeah. should stand out to your nose. Nothing. So it's slowly working its way back. If there's uh, like bolder flavors and certain things, like uh, like feta or like uh, like hot sauce, like vinegars and that kind of stuff, yeah, I can taste that kind of stuff. You know, the sharper, the better. 
Um, but yeah, it's still really limited, like maybe like 10 or 15% back. Well, so I, cause my whole family ended up getting it. My wife and two kids, your wife didn't, you guys isolated yep. and it's, it's wild. The difference between everybody's symptoms. I never even developed a cough. No, like I, a cough, I, I never got hit with a cough. All four, the rest of you did. Yes. Uh, but it was more my sinuses and my no, my, um, pardon me, my voice. It was so weird. Yeah. My, my daughter she was the only one who had smell and taste affected, but hers was different. For 24 hours, everything tasted sour to her. You said that she uh, she would have scrambled eggs. Yeah. They tasted sour. And I thought at first she was just being a dick and just didn't want to <laughs> eat it. And then afterwards I went, oh, no, like it's crap. This is the some, thing. Like, did you put some old milk in the, uh, in the mix yeah, or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Oh, I had the sulfur thing. That's the one. I, but That's my, true. That was just a smell thing and yeah. only water. Yeah, your water smelled like sulfur to but, you. Right? Yeah. Like it was like showering and rotten eggs. It was absolutely terrible. <laughs> but she had 24 hours of just everything was sour. Yeah. Which... Is I don't know if it's worse or better than what you have. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just hoping it. Uh, hoping I keep chipping away at it here, and it comes back around full force. Although, how's how's your anger? My anger? Yeah. Uh, I would say minimal. Well, I saw your your wife sent a picture to the group chat yesterday, mm-hmm. and. It was your doorknob that had been ripped clean off, and I <laughs> assume, much like your socks or a bottle of cream that you snap from time to time, I assume you pulled the doorknob off your door for whatever reason, Carl? My friend, Yeah. this one doesn't get hung on my head. What do you mean? Chels ripped the doorknob off. No! So our, our handle, not like not the lock, but the, the door handle on our front door... It's been like it's been loose for sometimes the the screw that holds the base of it in. Uh-huh. It's like the I don't know the hole was too big for the screw. I look I'm nice. not a door man. I don't know <laughs> how this how this goes. But either way, the handle had been getting loose, so I'd been kind of like you know nursing the problem here for a bit, knowing that we were going to have to do something about it. And then yesterday we're about to uh, we're about to go grab uh, lunch and do like a garden center run. Uh, for like Mother's Day stuff, and Chelsea goes to like pull the door tight and just rips the handle Incredible. clean off the door. Incredible! Re- really hulked it. <laughs> it had been it had been like a problem for a bit, but she she finished the problem. So we got home, uh, and we, she was trying to piece the whole unit back together. She really gave it a couple good earnest hours of trying to put this door handle back together before she finally just said, "Will you please?" Go back to Home Depot and buy me a new door handle, which she then attached in, you know, 20 minutes. Because when I saw the picture, I just assumed it was, again, you not knowing your own strength. We've heard the story of you, you know, hulking out of a sock, trying to put that on in the morning. Rip the elastic of a sock off, yes. You know, we've heard from you snapping like a French vanilla cream bottle. You were witness to that. Yeah, just many things. You don't understand your strength and they shatter in your hands. So it's not out of the realm of possibility for me to just when I see a broken door handle to think you probably did it. Totally, very it very typically would have been attached to me, but this one, no sir. Chelsea, that was the solution, not the problem. What are you so angry about, Chelsea? No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Get together, kid. I like this text here. It says Carl's not a door dude. He's not a roller coaster dude. What kind no, of dude is he? Very minimal dude. Yeah, I'm not a. Roller coaster dude. I gotta get the other audio. I'm gonna switch those two now. <laughs> this is CHTZ in Niagara and Hamilton, an iHeart Radio station. It's a Headstone Soper and Brown Show 977 Hits FM. Okay, we are gonna get to the machine in about 10 minutes or so. Now on Friday, 
It was the culmination of all our problems rolled into one and really exploded after your system that you use at home yes. died because the internet here at work died. Yeah, we have a uh, you know, internet connection at work and I'm, I'm kind of connected through that feed. Uh, I'm hardwired in here at home. So everything on my end looked good, but right, you, like, you hit the machine intro and you're like, Carl, we had some calls today. I need you to have the spreadsheet out because we had some good stuff. And then everything went quiet and my system would not connect. We tried everything under the sun in terms of troubleshooting there. We, you guys went down into our uh, what we call our rack room in the basement. Yeah, there was nothing. The, we had it was to br- just not, It was completely out of our control. We had to bring you in through a backup system, and and yeah. so you missed. Majority I missed the of entire the machine. machine. I missed the whole thing. I, I heard you intro it, and I missed everything else. A few texts came in this morning and said, "I want to hear the poop parody song again." And I thought, "Well, this is perfect mm-hmm. because you didn't even get to hear it the first time." No, this and is fresh to me. I don't know how long it took this person to write this out, but they did a version of Let It Go from the movie Frozen, okay. but about bathroom breaks. Poop comes out of my butthole tonight. No toilet paper to be seen. <laughs> bathroom with nothing to wipe with. There's no way I'm getting clean. My stomach's growling with the poop that is inside. <laughs> Couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I've tried. Carl knows. No one come in. No one can see. Oh, my God. Now I feel like I have to pee. I hate how this feels. Don't let them know. Well, now they know. Let me poop. Let me poop. <laughs> Can't hold it in anymore. Let me poop. Let me poop. I should have closed the door. I don't care what they're going to say. Let the poop come out. <laughs> the smell never bothered me anyways. I mean, wow. quite the rendition. That's what I missed? Yeah, you missed that on Friday. <laughs> Hell of Pretty a good. message. Pretty good. Uh, and the reason I bring it back around, you missed it. few text messages. She made a return this weekend. Okay, we're back on the machine for today. She wanted to go for round two. Excellent. So that and many more, less than 10 minutes. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Welcome to Machine. 905-682-9797. You call that machine anytime. Now, Friday, we talked about it. Saturday was the big day. Our buddy Wolf in Toronto, Wolf of Young Street. He is an interesting man who provides some wild stories and interesting content for the show. Yes, he does. And he turned 69 years old on Saturday. I'm big 63 day. 63 years old, boss. You only turned 69 once, Carl. It's true. If you're lucky. People were calling and leaving some uh, messages for Wolf. This person... Wanted to follow up, apparently. And I don't know what this song is, but... It's Wolf's birthday? Well, I guess I'll have to play him my family's song. It was party, party. Now we're going to a party, party. Mm-hmm. 
That went on for two minutes. <laughs> what? I am not kidding you that that humming went on for another two minutes. <laughs> like, man, Somebody I... in the text box have any reference on that for us? Anybody in Hits Nation have any reference on that? I just listened to it expecting and waiting and for then... a punchline to come. It did end with this. I would like you to dance to birthday. Wonderful. <laughs> Definitely a complete thought. Uh, man, I'm not kidding you. It went on for so long. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but happy birthday to Wolf. Okay, played the poo parody for you a few yep. minutes ago. Person called on Friday and, and felt inspired to give us a song. Well, apparently they were in for round two. Hey, it's Pooh Parody Lady, and I'm back with another one. I ate some black beans, a greasy souffle. I wash it down with the double latte. I have to go, 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 go. I have to go, feel something gooey, warm on my thigh. Because I'm sitting on a chocolate mud pie. I move too slow, 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 slow. I move too slow. I try to control it, but I couldn't hold it. So sad I sh- sh- my pants. <laughs> the Lady Gaga, Bad Romance. Uh, yes, there? yes, okay. yeah. All right. I thought the first one was better. I also think we're good now. Is that enough parodies? You've heard them? Well, I think for, for in of that realm for now. <laughs> Let's go a different direction if you're going to come back with some. I think we got enough of those, right? We got it. I think she kind of nailed it on the first captured, one. I think you captured it. I think she nailed it on the first one. But fine follow-up. Yep. Different material next time. Either way, thank you very much. Okay, how about this? I was actually just on a big road trip with my second cousin. We got married, too, eh? <laughs> we went down to Vegas one time, and me and my second cousin got married. And, like, it's a big show. But, man, hey, I love you guys. I All want right. more Metallica. We okay. need more Metallica. We'll do what we can for you. Just to recap, married his yeah. second cousin, yeah. likes the show, uh-huh. wants Metallica. Wants more Metallica. Well, he got it all there. Really got it all. I don't even need to hear more about this whole second cousin thing. I've got a wicked Metallica story that I saw this morning. That oh. I'm going to share with everybody in a little bit. Do it in, do it, do it in the mailbag there. Yeah, sure. Um, is the second cousin like not by blood? Is that what a second cousin would be? Um, what is his second cousin technically? So, second cousin would be like, is that does that mean it's your parents? Like first cousin? I don't know how this thing works. Yeah, I'm the oldest grandkid. I don't know if I have any second cousins. I'm just wondering if there's any blood that, involved there when it comes to marrying I mean, that second cousin. It's a step removed, but you're still like. I don't know. To me, it doesn't even have to be blood. If it's somebody you're going to see at a family reunion, that's yeah. still too close. Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. I don't need science involved. You just know by feel. It ain't feel right. <laughs> Anyways, he wants Metallica. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll see what we can do about that. Uh, Wolf called in after his 69th birthday celebration. He wanted to let us know the answer to the question we were all thinking. Morning, boys. It's Wolf. I had a great time celebrating my birthday with my lovely wife, Christine, on Saturday. Oh, what kind of cake do you think he got? Oh, uh, Black Forest. The highlight of which was an Oreo Blizzard ice cream cake from Dairy Queen. Okay, okay. Good. And then the answer. Oh, yes, I almost forgot. Do you on your 69th birthday? Yes, you do. Oh!
I'll let you fill in the blank. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you got it. Second cousin is uh, like when your cousin has a kid. Oh. That's your second cousin. Oh. I believe. Your oh. second cousin is your parents' first cousin. Cousin, cousin, cousin. <laughs> How many times did you say cousin? More. <laughs> oh. It's that close. seems worse. It's too close. That's real. That seems worse. It's far too close. So there is blood involved. So second cousins would be related, but related by blood, not acceptable. Uh, third is where you start to stretch it out far enough that you're getting almost safe. Hap said you can't go until fifth cousin. Fifth gen. Who who even knows a fifth cousin? <laughs> What's a fifth cousin? You're a stranger to me, <laughs> which is why I guess it's fair. That's acceptable then? I guess it's fair game. Right, That's math. That's Carl Brown math. Five and only five. <laughs> Last week, one of our moms of the machine who won as we had moms rant and give us different stories. Yeah. Poop knife lady. Oh, of course. She called back. Hey, guys. It's PKL. Just wanted <laughs> to say I had the best Mother's Day ever. The weather was absolutely gorgeous, and not only did I get my gift card from Charm Diamond, um, I got some other gifts for my kids, but I'd have to say the absolutely best present of all for my boys was a uh, 12-inch serrated carving knife. (laughs) What the hell? Was that Carl? (laughs) Uh, That was not me. Are you sure? It was one of your large sons. (laughs) I figured you were just there maybe delivering a Mother's Day gift. <laughs> I brought the knife. Oh, you're... Special is... special delivery. Is that what you call it? <laughs> 905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. The best. Need it. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, it is uh, Monday morning, Carl. Let's get to some mailbag, shall we? Y'all ready for this? Let's do it. Mondays, we like to just recap anything we missed from the week prior, any extra emails, texts, Instagram, Facebook messages, put a little bow on it as we head into a new week. By the way, too, putting a bow on the machine, mm-hmm. guy called in and was talking about how he married his second cousin. Yeah, and wants more Metallica. Many people pointing out that, yeah, there is blood related when it comes Way to too the close. second cousin. Way too close. <laughs> I like the other text that said... That cousin guy sounds like one of my weed delivery drivers. Okay. 100% match. Great. Appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Metallica. Speaking of Metallica, mm-hmm. they were in the news over the weekend. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of indirectly. Yeah. A, uh, a woman uh, in Brazil gave birth during a Metallica concert. Apparently, and this is a quote like from- Like right uh, in the pit? Uh, not in the pit, but in the stadium. They didn't. They didn't leave. They did not get out of the stadium. Uh, so, uh, new mother said uh, in the opening bands, uh, ego, ego killed talent, and Greta Van Fleet uh, mm. said she was fine. But when the Metallica set kicked in, contraction started, and everything <laughs> happened really fast. There were three songs left. My husband Jamie called the fire department. Uh, she said, uh, referring to her husband who accompanied her to the stadium. Uh, they were halfway uh, to, I guess, the the in-house clinic where where like the you know because they have uh, medical facilities in the yep. stadium. Water broke. The doctor said they're just gonna have to do it here. Huh. And the kid was born in the uh, Cota Pereira uh, Stadium, which is home to the uh, to the Curitiba Football Club. Sure. In Curitiba, Brazil. 
Metallica just went too hard. Yeah. That baby was like, I got to get out of there. Yeah, she heard Harvester of Sorrow and was like, wah. Just. Yeah, here it is. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get out and see this group. <laughs> do you, um, do you have to name the kid James or Lars now? Maybe Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one hit. Yeah. This one hit. And immediately, baby's like, I got to hear Ain't My I'm Bitch. I'm out. I'm I coming gotta, out. I got to hear Ain't My Bitch. <laughs> got to hear it. Uh, all right. Well, shout out to and everything's healthy. Like the mom, Sounds baby. Sounds like it. Yeah. There is no... There is no like note on the story saying that there's any complications. So yeah, it looks. That is that's gonna be one of the most badass ways to enter the world. Born at a Metallica show. Yeah. Yeah, man. Also, shout out to the mom who was quite obviously, you know, about to pop. Mm -hmm. And some people might go, "Uh, I'm not getting. She no. She's like, I'm going to see Metallica. Going to the Metallica show. If I give birth, well, I give birth. (laughs) What are the odds that's gonna happen later that night? Wow, pretty good apparently. Pretty good. Metallica signed the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Officially. All the members of Metallica signed yeah. the baby. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say maybe a diaper or something. No, you want on the baby? Yeah, he signed the baby. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Got a message from Angela. We talked last week with Moms of the Machine. It was Mother's Day yesterday. Hopefully, uh, Moms of Hits Nation were treated brilliantly yesterday. Well, Angela had a follow up about the Ashley Madison story that you shared with us, Carl. Yeah, I said they they see uh, an incredible traffic bump from females the Monday after uh, after Mother's Day, which taught us two things. One, that Ashley Madison still exists and is apparently thriving by marketing to females. And two, you may not want to skip Mother's Day as a real Passover. You may want to take advantage of that. Well, Angela sent me an email and said, I heard what you guys said about the Ashley Madison thing. Not a great day for me. I think I'll be partaking tomorrow. Oh, Creating a profile, are you, Angela? I maybe talk to your husband first. Still, the, still the greatest uh, slogan for a website ever. Life is short. Have an affair. <laughs> it's terrible. It's just straight to the point. I like that kind of advertising. <laughs> it's terrible. Looking for some hard guys. Look at big signs says we sell hot dogs on a hot dog stand. So you know what they're all vitamin about. Vitamin D. <laughs> Uh, Canadian Jeopardy champion. Uh, we had many texts, and uh, I had some Instagram messages come in over the weekend. She took an L. Yes, finally it's on over. Friday. Yeah, Matea Roach, uh, Halifax-born, Toronto Tudor, just 23 years old, finally uh, uh, finished uh, her last game Friday. She lost by a buck in final Jeopardy. Uh, that's devastating. Lost by a dollar, so her winning streak ends run. at 23 games, uh, just oh, under, yeah. Absolutely. Well done. Just short of $561,000 U.S. in prize money wow, over a 23-game winning streak. Hey, so I ain't going to throw that out of bed. No, absolutely not. She sits alone in fifth place as uh, for her longest single-game winning her, streak. Man. That's yeah. really, really cool. And she made the Tournament of Champions, didn't she? Isn't that yes, what they said? Yeah, she'll be back with the Tournament of Champions. Wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Finally, Neil sent me an email Friday. Last week... We talked about how NASA is going to be sending nudes to space. Yeah, man. Binary nudes. They're trying to attract aliens. Hey, look, here we are. Mm -hmm. We debated, or at least I was on the side of, I think that seems aggressive. (laughs) Very rarely does the sending of nudes to a random stranger actually work. So is it going to work on aliens? I think it's a bold choice, especially from a bunch of nerds at NASA. That's just me. Just me. (laughs) Neil said, boys... 
I'm going to try the nudes thing. And when they come back at me, I'm going to say, sorry, it was just sending them to space like NASA said. Didn't know they uh, landed on your phone. What do you think? Yeah, but Neil, you have to figure out how to send them in binary code. So maybe you can make a design of your zeros and ones. Well, he told me this on Friday. I got a follow-up email from Neil on Sunday. You want to see how it worked? Did he reach intelligent life? What's your thought? I'm going to say no. You don't think it worked? No. How do you think the person responded? (laughs) Was Neil waving in the pic? I'm going to say they responded negatively. Uh, It said, so tried the nudes thing. Didn't work. Yeah. They told me they were going to block my number and they would contact the police if I ever did this again. Yeah, that's, yeah. Wouldn't try the nude thing if I was you, boys. (laughs) Who are the aliens going to call? Space police? (laughs) Best of luck. Email the show anytime. Brown at hitsfm.com. Soper at hitsfm.com. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Hey, before we move along... Beck brought up a good uh, question as the Toronto woman, 23-year-old Mateo Roach, uh, was finally knocked off her perch after 23 wins in a row. She lost Jeopardy on Friday. She said, Canadian lottery, you have to pay pretty significant taxes. Do you have to pay those on Jeopardy winnings? So upon review... Canadians uh, have a slight edge on our American counterparts when it comes to prize winnings on game shows. Uh, So in the U.S., you pay both federal and state income tax on game show winnings. Canadians will pay a 30% withholding fee. Oh. 30%. That sucks. It does. It does. But okay, what's that? So let me me do some math here. Hold on. Yeah. 561... It's going to be like just over a hundred grand, isn't it? So she came away with $725,583 Canadian. Oh, okay. Uh, whatever 30% of that oh, yeah, is. Yeah, I guess. So you got to go 30, 30% on the Canadian amount. That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. So what'd you say? Seven what? Uh, it was like 735, sorry, 725,000. So it's uh, two hundred and seventeen thousand, roughly. Yeah. That she has to give up. So you're still coming home with half a mil. Yeah, no, that's great. And but change. like to enter the it country, was, it's just like I know, it was you. here, give us that, thanks. <laughs> like you didn't do it anything, was your smart, Canada. It was your smarts that did it. That's what I mean. My point is, Canada didn't do anything, and they're just like, we're gonna take that now. I would like a receipt for every cent that that gets spent on. Yeah, totally. <laughs> show me, show me the breakdown, please. No, it's, it, but if you know I what? To, it is a great a check point. For, yeah, it's a great point that the Canadian government or whoever you know, wherever is going to any gonna go. any government. Yeah. yeah, well, that's just it. But like this one specifically, right? You have just come yeah. into two hundred and seventeen thousand dollars because one of your residents <laughs> is smart. Yeah. What are you gonna do with it? <laughs> Give me an idea. Yeah, I want to know what you do <laughs> yeah. with it. Show me. Show me where it goes. That is kind of ridiculous. Give me a breakdown. Isn't it? Yeah. It's almost as ridiculous as burning your bald head this weekend. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was a really, really beautiful weekend, and it's looking yeah, it it's going to be a, a, a nice week. You pulled a first this weekend, Carl. Yeah, I did. I was, uh, I was out yesterday. 
and you know starting to get my energy back after this uh this this covid round that you and i have been uh battling with so i i took it upon myself wanted to get the lawn cut I, this is already my third of the year but the grass i, know, is like, I did it's, that too it's, it's growing ridiculous. feverishly out there so i did the back and the front i did some a little bit of weed eating and then was you know completely wiped after that i felt like i'd run a marathon and we had a really good breeze coming through yesterday. I didn't really realize how how warm it was because of that breeze. And I'm sitting there last night, and Walt's kind of hanging around doing his thing, you know, licking the top of my head, and it feels sensitive. The top oh. of my head feels a little sensitive. And oh. sure enough, it's not like I'm not talking like 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 burnt burnt. Like I'm not uncomfortable. I didn't lose sleep over it burnt, but she's a little pink. Well, you you finally decided to shave your head August of 2020. So you're yeah. coming up on two years of being a Just bald about. man. Yeah. And you had not burnt the top of your head until no. this weekend, right? Yeah, this is the first time. Yeah, and I mean, the, that's a good run. That's a good of, yeah, run. It's, yeah, it's a good run. The The early spring... Uh, sun and that breeze had me had me a little twisted yesterday. I kind of underestimated it, but yeah, I came in. I got the sunglasses tan and everything. I'm a little pink. Sunglasses tan. Yeah, I got like the line that goes kind of like halfway back yes. into the hairline from where the yeah. Yes. A little raccoony. For some reason, that seems even funnier to me in a bald man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know why you're probably gonna does. see. You're probably gonna see the definition of it like more this summer because I mean I always wear my my shades when I'm outside. Yeah. And eventually, I'm gonna start getting some color on this dome, and yeah, oh, yeah, man, I, I'm gonna look, be a sunglass tan guy. Two years is a good run not to not to you know burn your it pink is, little it head. Is pretty good, yeah, it is pretty. Actually, good, it's not but, really a yeah. little head. It's huge. <laughs> it's actually shocking you haven't burnt it yet. Your melon is massive. It is, yeah. yeah but huge I got a huge head on you. I've got a, like a, I've got a sunscreen focused wife. I yeah, got, I got a pale, I got a pale wife who's who's pretty good about. Does she sunscreen sun, your head, or do you sunscreen your head? Uh, I typically do it. Okay, yeah, I got I more questions. You know what? This interests me even more than I imagined. Okay, okay. <laughs> are you, um, are you a spray family or the squirt bottle family? I typically use a spray. Because my skin's not that sensitive, but Chelsea has like specific stuff she uses. So do you just spray your scalp? Yeah. Yeah. I spray like my whole, I close my eyes, like spray the whole head and then kind of work it in. Okay. So you spray and then rub? Yes. Because I was going to, have you ever used the squirt bottle liquid on the top of your head? Uh, Not to the best of my recollection, no. Because I was going to ask, are you a squirt the stuff on the top of the dome and then spread in or put on to the hands and then spread in type of guy? If I was to do, I'd probably squirt on the top of the head. <laughs> That's where I would, I would go like a like a bird poop on the top of the head. And yeah. In. But it makes my hair all white. It makes it look weird. Your hair? Well, but, you know, my follicles. Oh, like the little bit you have there. Yes. Oh. <laughs> 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 it makes it look like I'm all gray. Yeah. When you work it in, yeah, when you work the suntan lotion. Little gray stubble. Yeah. Okay. Old gray, Carl. Yeah, hey, they can't can't have that little stubble be gray. That, that would <laughs> look right. ridiculous, wouldn't That'd it, Carl? That'd be embarrassing, God. <laughs> this is CHTZ in Niagara and Hamilton. Nice little backhanded compliment just coming in by way of text. <laughs> yeah, just saw that. <laughs> Shave your head, girl, goatee, I saw your old pictures, Carl. You made a good move. Uh-huh. My, my wife says it's my final form. <laughs> I look. I do. I agree. Actually, that I think yeah. you found a um, 
You, you did yeah. find the right version of the Carl? I think so. I just needed eight months inside to sort it all out. But man, it took that long for the goatee to grow. That is a nice backhanded compliment. <laughs> Actually, your your Aunt Holly is visiting right now. Yes, she is. Is she in the room with you? She's in the room, yep. Do you she wanna, has, head, she has ears, earbuds in. Do you, oh, can she hear me right now? She can hear you. Can you get her up to the microphone? I can pass the mic over. Yeah, please, yeah. Hold on. Love to interview her quick. Hello. Hey, Holly, how's it going? Very well, thank you. How was, uh, you've been here for what, like four days now or so? Since Thursday. Thursday? Yep. Nice. And you you recently tested positive for COVID, so you felt comfortable coming into the home, right? No problem. Yeah, I had it over Easter, kind of okay. just before Easter. So you said bring it on, you don't care. Yeah, whatever. Okay. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Carl with hair, so you obviously, you know the old Carl very well. This is what we call the new Carl. What do you think about the bald hair and the goatee? I'm all about the bald and goatee. Oh, is that like that's like your thing and just for men in general? or Yeah, I, I don't mind it at all. Oh. It's like if you're losing it, I'm like, get rid of it. That's my motto. I agree completely. Yes. Like, if I could just shave my head, I would too. Oh, why couldn't you do it? I, I just might. You should. Live a little. Let Carl do it for you. He's a pro now. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll, I'll think about it. I'll yeah. get back to you guys on that. Don't. I wouldn't do the goatee. Like, maybe no. stay away from that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What, is your husband a bald man? or? No, he's not. What? He has, like, head. soft, curly, black hair. Holy. It's lovely. Yeah. Well, see, now if, you're contradicting yourself. Do you like the bald? Well, Do you like the curly you know and thick? If he, if he started to recede, like, you know, yeah. in a bad way, I'd be like, you know, baby, I think it's time. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and that's... I'd be like, I'll, I'll help you. Look at you. And he does have a goatee, so then he'd have the goatee, and he can, he um, is great with the baseball hat on, too. So, like, you know, he, he Look looks good. Yeah. That's incredible. No problem. Nice. I love him no matter what. How's um how's Carl as uh as a host? Is he been doing okay? He's doing okay. Like I know he's had some rough moments yeah. with the whole COVID and not tasting and that, but he's been a trooper. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just happy to see your guys' faces after two and a That's half years. Fair. Yeah. So you know, whatever we do is fantastic. His wife, or he was saying earlier that he was making your bed in your guest room and he farted while making your bed, but he doesn't have a sense of smell right now. You can be honest. That's an atrocious thing to do, right? It's a little atrocious, yeah. but if you knew our family, it's totally normal. Oh, man. The guy can't even smell and he's letting one go so bad that his wife was like, that's brutal. Be honest. Did you think about going back to the hotel that you stayed at? A little bit, but no, I was happy to be here. And I was downstairs and I heard it all. And I was just like, yeah, wow. that's that's my Bubba. Wow. Bubba, yeah. there it is. I've heard that that was a nickname for him. It is. Wow. Did he get we're that? Not, we're not even sure where it came from, but it was just like, he's just Bubba to us. Was it from swimming in ditches back in Langley? <laughs> Could be. Yeah, I think it's what it was. There's many stories and who knows, but Yeah. It's well, Bubba. I appreciate you jumping on. I hope you uh, continue to have a good time here in the Niagara region. No Rachel problem. Holly. Good to yes. chat with you. Thank you. All right. Okay. Bye, uh, everyone. Bye. Uh, more with Carl. I don't know if Carl's going to jump on the mic here. I yeah, do have I'm a story. I have a story that I want to share with you, Carl. I actually know how you're going to die. You got the you got news? Is yeah. It, yeah. Is it soon or? Well, uh, we'll talk about it in six minutes. Sober and brown. Shout out to Carl's Aunt Holly joining us on air. 
as a few of the text messages have said, just a delightful radio voice. There you go. Velvety smooth. <laughs> Runs in the family. There you go. Yeah. Good pipes and bad pipes. Runs in the family. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carl, I saw this story over the weekend, and immediately I went, well, I know how Carl dies. Now, can I guess? Sure. May I, have a, may I have a guess of what story you saw and that you saw my impending doom in? Yes, please. Let me take a wild shot in the dark, and it was the toilet that got struck by lightning. <laughs> you got it. You got it. A uh, man is, uh, in, uh, or a family in Oklahoma. Yeah. It's an apartment complex. Their toilet exploded mm-hmm. after a lightning strike hit perfectly on the roof through and destroyed the toilet. Demolished it. Like the thing is charred. Yeah, the whole bowl, remnants, everything's yeah, black from the lightning strike, smashed. Now I gotta tell you, that's a hell of an excuse after taking a real, real bad poop. <laughs> it struck through the exhaust fan of the bathroom. So is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, it hit the uh, it said a this is from a firefighter. It said upon his team's entrance into the vacant apartment, luckily vacant. Uh, firefighters found a smoking exhaust fan in the bathroom and a toilet that was, in essence, obliterated oh, by dude. a lightning strike. The roof of the building had no damage, but the thing that got hit by the lightning, that's weird, and we don't really know how. I, I didn't even know that was possible. Did no. you like? If, did you know that no, a lightning... I, never, I would assume that if I'm in my home, you know, safely... Away from safely, windows. Yeah, safely sheltered in a bathroom that I would not be struck by lightning or that things around me would not be hit by lightning. It's always like, you know, the tallest thing in the field or whatever is like a usual conductor of stuff, right? Just if you're outside, I think it's possible. Yeah. In your own home, like maybe lightning strikes and the house catches fire or something like that. Yeah. Okay, I can yeah. get behind that story. The power out or whatever. Yeah, sure, I can get sure. behind that story. I If you'd said to me, you know, this this is a possibility. Mm-hmm. I just said, oh, you can't put that in a movie. There's no way it's believable. Yeah, they get some insane weather uh, in Oklahoma, you know, the Tornado Alley kind of stuff. Uh, it says uh, this storms, this was uh, Wednesday into Thursday last week. Nothing like they've seen before. Flooding on nearly every street in the town. Dozens of water rescues and like lightning that was, uh, uh, it said, unlike anything I've seen in 19 years working for the fire department from uh, the, the guy quoted in the story here. You have to look it up. Seriously, look up the toilet. It is shattered. Yeah. And black and sh- it's even the the spot where it came in through the hood vent is or the exhaust fan there is uh, is just absolutely torched. Crescent <laughs> uh, says how conductive was that toilet handle? It, all the, everything about it. I I don't think it'll ever happen again. I would It's I unbelievable would, yeah, to I, even think of. I would place decent money on that not happening twice. Unless it's to you. Yeah. <laughs> you you spend a decent amount of time in the bathroom on a day-to-day basis. Is that fair to say? I spend some time. You're a regular man. Yes. Yeah, mostly. If you were going to go in any spectacular way, is it not the lightning Elvis Presley way? Yeah, that might be it. That might replace the being dropped into the Pacific by a pterodactyl at the new Jurassic Park. That, yeah. might, uh, that might be up there. Now, in, in, in preferred finishes, yeah. Uh, where do you rank them? Oh, I'm still putting pterodactyl one. Lightning strike on the toilet, too. Yeah? Yeah. Being scooped up by a pterodactyl and dropped to your death. 
Yeah, in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, right. Probably. Pacific yeah. Ocean, number one. Yeah. Lightning strike while sitting on the on toilet. toilet, number two. Three. Yeah. Do you have a number three? Big heart. Pick up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was wondering, we were talking about the family who had their home struck by lightning, went through mm-hmm. the exhaust vent, and obliterated their toilet. Yes. Either that or somebody went to great lengths to not let anybody know what they did to their own toilet. <laughs> uh, that's... Including it's, including torching the uh, exhaust fan. Could you imagine? Just, I don't know. Hey, we struck by lightning. Firefighters uh, there. Really? Act of I, God. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Sir, you're do. telling me right now you did not blow torch the ceiling, blow this thing up. You're telling me right now. Look me in the eyes, lightning. Mm-hmm. That's right. You got it. Unbelievable, isn't it? Anyways, yes, I got to go for lunch. I'll be out of yeah. here. <laughs> but I did wonder, were yeah, we going to were we going to get lightning strike stories? We did get ones that I was indirectly hit by lightning while opening a basement ground level window during a thunderstorm. Okay. Lightning hit the ground right beside my house, arched into my fingertip while opening the metal frame of the window. Ooh. No serious injuries, but I did have a sore elbow for a couple of days. That's tough. Did um, you know anybody who's ever been? I don't know anybody personally no. or even secondhand that's been struck by lightning. Only no. internet stories. That's That's all I've got. Yeah, no personal experience. Right? Like, you, you hear some stories of people saying it's been fine. You hear some stories of people who, like, were permanently damaged. I don't know, man. It's getting hit by lightning. <laughs> fine. I mean, fine's relative. Yeah. Still getting tor- you're still getting burned and stuff, right? Would it burn the top of your head? Yeah, it burned a lot of things, man. Yeah, probably. Would it, put, would it fix my leg? Your leg might be a conductor. Oh, am I more susceptible well, to being the, struck by lightning? With all the plates and rods that you've got holding yourself together yeah, over there. good point. I didn't yeah. think about that. It's no doing handstands in a lightning storm. Well, that's, <laughs> you just take away all my Saturday fun. It's BS, man. Okay, yeah, well, um, hey, we, are, we were going to go back to trivia this week, mm-hmm. but with you being at home, yep. I think we should do one more round of the text off. Yeah, I think that's fair for today, and hopefully yeah. I'm, I'm back in studio and ready to go for tomorrow, and yeah, we're, that's, we're all set. That's kind of my thinking. So sit tight, but we have $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw to give away, and, and we'll do that real shortly. Metallica for uh, the cousin guy. Yeah, <laughs> a little more for him. <laughs> Silver and Brown Show. Okay, you should be back in studio tomorrow. Yeah, that's the hope. Um, I feel confident. I think so, so too. We'll get yep. back to trivia tomorrow. I, I don't want to run the phones. You're having some issues over there with your system again. You were just uh, you and I occasionally are getting we're dropping out. Yeah, we just dropped out right there. Yeah, uh, I can actually hear it. So I I don't want to do, bring in the phone call and and yeah. have that kind of go haywire. It'll just be a mess potentially. So why don't we do another round of the Soper and Brown text off? Why not? Sure. We were doing this last week with Jonathan in studio. So very simple. One question for all of Hits Nation. Who has the fastest fingers? It's a number-based question. First person to give us the correct answer is going to win $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw. 977-977. You even throw bubbles over there? Yeah, did you hear that? Yeah, I could hear that. Yeah, that was weird, eh? Yeah, it came across. I wondered if it did. It did. Good. Uh, 977-977. Okay? Yeah. 
fastest fingers. And again, you can try to just throw out a guess or you can try to Google it. The problem is if you Google it, maybe you're a slow Googler. Maybe you're the slowest Googler of them all. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> depends on your strategy. Carl Brown, you ready to go? Yeah, let me hear this question. Guinness World Record was set in 2019. In pounds, what is the world's largest hot dog? In pounds, world's largest hot dog. 977-977. Text off. Let's go. Hold on. There we go. Now my button won't work, Carl. I need you back in studio, Carl, all right? <laughs> Sober and Brown show. It's, it's Briefly happened. dropped out again there. Yeah, I know. Uh, that was mine. My button stopped working there. So oh, either way, okay. uh, Soper and Brown text off. Question we just threw out into the universe. Guinness World Record set in 2019. What is the largest hot dog in pounds? Fastest texter gets the prize. Who do we got? Uh, we've got Sean and Hamilton. Sean and Hamilton got through quickest. Largest hot dog? 75 pounds. Yeah, let him eat there. Which you said, you were surprised, (laughs) actually. 75 pounds? I thought we could do better. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's breakable. I agree. 2019, that was set? Is it the limit of, like, the casing? Is that what's limiting us? Maybe. Do you have to cook it? Or can you just make the sausage that large? I think it should be cooked, don't you? Should be able to be cooked and consumed? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Okay, how many feet do you think the hot dog bun is? Uh, see, that's going to be... Cradled in a blank foot hot dog bun. 35. Five feet. What? Really? Five feet? I thick think, sausage. I think, get this, it's a mm-hmm. thick wiener. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I don't think they went yeah. for length. I think they went for 75 girth. feet long. How many grills do you have to line up to cook the thing? Well, see, if the bun's only five feet, then that means the wiener's no more than seven feet. So it's just a, just a real real tuna can there. Right, yeah. A chode. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> we got a chode in our hands. You know, you can have a bit come out on either end, but you're yeah. not going to have a, a huge, like, I think at most, probably seven feet. This thing is shaped like CeeLo Green. <laughs> <laughs> like 5'2", like 330. <laughs> Anyways, Sean, is that was the name? Sean Cheeks? Yeah, Sean uh, and Hamilton. Sean, congrats, buddy. $100 with a voucher's coming your way. <laughs> Lotto Max draw. All right, if you uh, have heard us talk about the Niagara Comic Con, which has a ton of different celebrities and stars that are going to be at it in a few weeks, sit tight. We may have a way for you to get in there. The Silver and Brown Show. Soper and Brown Show 977 Hits FM. Okay, Niagara Comic Con is coming up beginning of June. Carl Brown, you're excited for a few different reasons. Uh, There's going to be a ton of wrestlers there, including one of your all-time favorites, Big Sexy, Kevin Nash. Yes, sir. Uh, So that's very cool for the wrestling community. There's all sorts of actors, and um, there's I I looked. It was like over a hundred different people there, or something like that. Like tons. Like it's I when I heard about it, obviously it was dominated by the fact that William Shatner was going to be there, and he's become you know such a part of the show. (laughs) And then I heard about Kevin Nash being there. When I was looking at the website, it's crazy the amount of people that will be there this year. Mick Foley's going to be there yeah. for the wrestling community. Tons of actors, tons of celebrities. So it's a huge 
Sons of Anarchy uh, contingent that's coming out for it. Yeah, it's a really it's a big show. Well, all this week we got passes to give away, buddy. We do, man. Four packs of weekend passes for the Niagara Falls Comic Con, given away uh, Monday through Friday this week as part of our nine p or nine a.m. I should say nine p.m. Uh, as part of our, uh, our round of best question here. So rapid fire, you know what to do. Get them in the best you got. If you've been saving up something, hoping for a prize, now's the time to unleash it. I'm going to be there throughout the weekend for Niagara Falls Comic Con. I got a media pass. I'll be I'll be scumming around, hanging out, looking to uh, try and sneak, around. sneak into some of these free autograph things. Seeing if Kevin Nash will break out a bottle of red with me. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. We'll do it in eight minutes. It's Motley Crue. Nine seven seven hits FM. Soper and Brown, so let's go rapid fire questions. Let me know. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. Text the show coming up in what three weeks time? Yeah, about that, man. Yeah, a little less than a month. We've got the Niagara Falls Comic Con. It's June 3rd through 5th at the Niagara Falls Convention Center, and we're giving away four packs of weekend passes all this week. Best question, excuse me, best question is going to get him right now. Uh, if you had the opportunity to pull an Adam, where and why? Of course, talking about Adam Ricard, who is up and moving to Australia in just a few days, and he's looking for some adventures. So yeah, where are you going? A couple, couple days away from departure. Um, where'd I go? I got to be in that same spot for a year. Is that the idea? Yeah. I think we do Germany. Germany? Yeah. I'm gonna pull do a year there. I'm gonna pull like a Tom Cruise cocktail type situation and find a real nice beach resort in some hot, hot, <laughs> faraway place and just be a bartender for a year. There you go. Mm. Who at the station would make the best proctologist and why? Steve. Is it Steve? Yeah, Steve for sure. Yeah? Steve would have the best bedside manager manner as a proctologist. You think so? Yeah. He would have the ass man license plate for sure. <laughs> He'd really lean into it. I think Steve would do it well. Okay. Who would be your podium for Comic-Con guests? One, two, oh, so and if three. I, if I'm, if I'm designing ones. if I'm designing one? Yeah. Um, you got to get... You kind of got to cross the platforms, right? Mm-hmm. I think Mark Hamill's got to be there. You got to have Luke Skywalker if you're going to have a Comic-Con. Like, if you're... Like, I'm talking dream scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of who I'd want to meet. I would resurrect from the dead uh, uh, Tolkien. So we could discuss Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Can we bring people back from the dead for our, for our podium? Just do whatever the hell you want. Back from the dead. Let's go. Okay, deal. And any one more? Mm, one more. Tom Cruise. I want, for me, I'm building my own here. Yep. So I want Tony Romo. So I can talk about <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys and broadcasting. And broadcasting. <laughs> he has to like write a kid's book or something so he's relevant to be there. Sure. I, I look if nobody else shows up, I don't care. Yep. Next desk, I want some like massive radio star so I can talk radio. So give me I don't know, mm-hmm. Howard Stern. I'll, I'll take Howard Stern. Stern would be a good one. And then the third one, I don't know. Give me some comedian, I don't know, Jerry Seinfeld or something. I feel like you wouldn't want to be there. Probably not. <laughs> You're in the autograph line. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Tony uh, Romo, Howard Stern, Jerry Seinfeld. What that's a your com- lineup. What a comic con. Wow. If you had to pick a. Uh, your favorite, your favorite fictional billionaire. Who would it be? That's from Tyler. 
Oh, it's Tony Stark, isn't it? Is it Stark? The yeah. dude spends like a madman. He looks cool while doing it. He tries to save the world. Sure is he cocky. Sure is he probably uh-huh. not the best guy. Yeah, but he means well, and he looks cool while he does it. That's a tough one. I'm going to have to go with, um, give me uh, give me Logan Roy, the head of the family from Succession. Oh, really? Give me give me Brian Cox, yeah. As, yeah, as my as my my favorite fictional billionaire. Really, he's awesome. Yeah, I love that dude. I just <laughs> I just want to be in the room while he screams at uh, at Kendall or uh, or uh, Kieran Culkin's character Roman. If you could add one word into any movie title, which would it be? Well, I know my the word I'm going to throw in there is Carl. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw Carl into any movie and just screw it up. <laughs> like the Green Mile, Carl. <laughs> the Green Carl. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Done. Uh, if I threw yours in, where, was, where does where does Soper fit? The Carl Gump. The Great Soper Escape. Oh, there you go. Just, Slap Soper. I'm just <laughs> dumb and Soper. Dumb. Yeah. I was gonna say Carl and Dumber. Oh uh, wait, that go. means me Dumber. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> oh. That's what I'm doing. I think getting Carl- some. To- I the Tony Romo hate the text box. Oh yeah, you never won anything. Why do you like him so much? Because he is quarterback on my team, and I think he was underappreciated. And I think he's a pretty good broadcaster. And he's yeah. a sweet man. You say he's a choker. Well, I mean, yeah, he had some bad moments. But yeah, <laughs> that's the way it goes. Uh, somebody here said, "Hook me up with that greasy bear costume, and I'll go to the Comic Con dressed as that bear." Oh, Lord, we can do better than that. Can you imagine going up to, like, Kim Coates of Sons of Anarchy? And he's yeah. like, what are you? He's like, ah, oh, it's a radio show here. And I'm a bear and it's trying to explain it yeah. to him. Oh, Did you no. just sign this for me? What are you like carrying me out for? If you could live in a house made of food, it'll never go bad, what would it be? Oh. Do I- so I'm assuming, like, the exterior and, like, all the like, the, like, the bones of your home are made of this food? Do I get to eat the food? I don't know. It says it will never go bad. Are we just looking at structural safety? See, this is a design feature. I find this to be a a confusing question because are we? So if it's not going to go bad, does that mean it's not going to attract animals either? I suppose. Is that the rule here? I guess so. Yeah, sure. Make that a rule. Okay. And and the other rule is what? I can't eat it. I don't think you want to. This is structural food. Those are structural mashed potatoes. I'm not building a house out of mashed potatoes. That's an insane answer. I would come by and draw a dick on your house every day if you built your house out of mashed potatoes. <laughs> what kind of silky wet hut do you think I would live in? That's awful. <laughs> silky wet hut. <laughs> I'm going to go meatloaf. Meatloaf? That's structural. A, that's a terrible answer, too. It's very structural. You can cut it in nice, even slices. Yeah, But it's not going to hold the weight. My meat castle. How? <laughs> How dry is your meatloaf gonna be? Oh, this one will be dry. Yeah. I'm not eating it. I'm building a house out of it, man. Gotta think here. Are you doing cake house? Some kind of cake? Bamboo. Bamboo. <laughs> people make houses out of bamboo. Yeah. People also <laughs> eat it. Kind of. That's Pandas some big do. brain thinking right there. <laughs> And a house. <laughs> Better than your mashed potato house that you suggested. <laughs> that is the worst answer you've ever gave on this show. Coming over to Loaf House. <laughs> Loaf House. 
this I mean, one, uh, oh yeah, you go. Josh wants us to get introspective on this one. He said, uh, "I want you guys to ask yourself the question: Who's the better radio host, Soper? One quality, one flaw. Brown, one claw, one quality, one flaw. Eat yourself alive. Thanks, I Josh. I won't. We're a team. I'm not going to do the show without you. <laughs> That's it. Well, Matt's the better radio host, though. Yeah. I mean, to be to be clear, like, yeah. like technically, and, and and if you ask anybody who's in the industry, you need a soper, you need a pilot. Carl's the best improviser. Um, uh, pardon me. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The not, home run hitter. No, yeah, not improviser. Um, uh, what's it when you go to like uh, Second City in Chicago? What's that called? It's improv, but improv. Yeah. Yes, you got it. Thank you. Did I say yeah. that? Yeah. Yes, you improv. were saying it. Yeah, there you go. I got it right the first time. Girl's a great improv. You had it right. Uh, I don't know. I got confused by the. I got confused by the meatloaf house. Okay, the meatloaf house <laughs> has thrown me for a loop, and the fact that you chose meatloaf as it is just—it's terrible. Your house is going to collapse, Carl. It just seems it's like it's structurally a, sound. No, it's a bad choice, and your house is going to go down. I'm telling you, one lightning strike, not only the toilet will be. Gone, gone a hole right through that house man <laughs> a little bit of rain you think the yeah. meatloaf's gonna withstand the rain i don't know it says it's not gonna the guy said it's not gonna collapse whatever it's not gonna rot what do you Somebody think he's a spongy the than like walls <laughs> yeah i guess so i don't know i don't want the house built to this it you seems like you not do get soft over it time it seems like you do you need like uh like uh like lasagna, like lasagna noodles. It that, rains, those will get soft. That's actually a really good idea. Those will get soft too though. James the said heat. I'm way off as meatloaf ages, it gets rock hard. There you go. Rock hard. <laughs> rock hard meat castle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's you, the question, right? Yeah, I think it's the best question. Yeah, whatever it whoever it, the meatloaf one or what the food one. <laughs> The house yes, of food. That's the one. 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. Carl, I just want you to know, I just got a two on World today. Did you? Oh, hell Atta yeah. Boy. Oh, Atta hell boy. yeah. Look forward to getting back on the hurdle train with you tomorrow when I get back in there. I'm feeling a lot better than anybody in Calgary this morning. <laughs> Do you see that? I saw it from our, our dear friend uh, Jesse Mods in Calgary. Uh, video, I believe it's of him driving to work, him or his co-host driving to work this morning in a not insignificant amount of snow. It. I talked to... It is a, a decent dump. Yeah. I talked to a buddy of mine uh, who recently, he just moved to Calgary right at the end of March. And I said, did you wake up to this? And he said, yeah, it was pretty shocking. It was 23 degrees there on oh. Saturday. Oh. 23 Saturday, snow this morning, probably back to 23 tomorrow. That, that's got to be, so, you know, May 9th, it's not out of the realm of possibility, right? But if no, you have I, a weekend of 23 yep. degrees, and then you wake up to sun or, or snow on a Monday, that's got, is that the most depressing flip of all time? It's pretty close. I remember uh, my first year uh, out here, we were driving, it was May 10th, I'm pretty sure, we were driving to Fort Erie for the Maddie Matheson's, like, uh, the yeah. cookout thing. Yeah. And we were driving, and there was like a significant like snow squall, like a band of snow that came across as we were driving into Fort Erie. And I, for a moment, I was like, "Where did exactly did we move to again?" <laughs> but uh, as we get progressively warmer throughout the week here, seventeen today, uh, twenty Tuesday through Thursday, up to twenty nine. Yeah, on Friday, it's like summertime heat here this week. 
I'm going to have a tough time convincing my kids not to set up the pool this week, I think. Yeah, buddy. I think I would start scouting a position on, on Thursday. And it's he wanted to borrow a couple, couple lawn things from me. I think uh, might be that time. I don't I, know if you can fight him this week. Yeah, I've been pushing it off. We had that little dump of snow recently, right, like a few weeks back or whatever it was. And mm-hmm. I've been kind of eyeing up the May long weekend. They, they've, got a good, they've got good reason, I think, to put up a fight this yeah. week. I think uh, Thursday I'd make sure that that grass is cut. I'd outline the spot and I'd start thinking about they it. They were trying pretty hard this week. My daughter tried to yeah. pay me to set it up. Yeah. What was the offer? Uh, I don't. Even, she just said she said I'll give you what I have. So I'll give mm-hmm. you whatever money I have if you put it in the pool. I was like, honey, I don't know how hard off you think I am. <laughs> I'm doing okay. I don't, I don't need what, to. I don't know what thirteen dollars you have to your name. <laughs> but also, like, let me see the piggy bank. How much are we talking yeah. here? Like, just give know, it a shake. Just give it a see. shake. It's a pumpkin, Soper and Brown Show. Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Leafs fans, that was a clunker last night. <laughs> Is that one of those just burn the tape kind of games, though? Yeah, but so was game two, wasn't it? I guess so. But, I mean, you come back now. Like, I know it feels like doom and gloom, right? You're you know down 5 nothing, and I'm losing 7-3 uh, in Tampa Bay. Luckily, Toronto's not in a spot where they have to beat them twice in a row. Yeah. You can still win games five and seven. Yes. And make it out of this thing, because beating Tampa twice in a row feels like a, a Herculean effort right now. Well, it's just such an odd series, isn't it? Like It feels like every game, one team's just not been there. That's and, what and I this- mean. All all the games on this side of the uh, on this side of the scheduling, like whether it's Carolina, Boston, or Minnesota, St. Louis, Edmonton, and L.A., Toronto, Tampa, Edmonton, L.A. had the one game go to overtime, but or not even overtime. It was just a late. I think it was just a late uh, goal from from Los Angeles that won a game. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, though, it's been a lot of one sided stuff. I mean, look at the finals yesterday: four nothing, seven three, five two, five two, and it's been a ton of that in this first round you know, from that kind of date schedule. Lightning and, and Leafs are back at it again on Tuesday. Yeah. And if you're a Leafs fan, and I think it's easy for you or I to say, you know, hey, you're, you're fine. You, you know, it's now a best mm-hmm. of three. Best of three and you got home ice. You have to just feel, you, you got to just feel, you must yeah. feel sick. I, I don't know. I, am, I don't I, know if you do yet. I think if, you do. If you lose game five, maybe. Oh, if you, you lose yet. game five, they're going to burn the place to the ground. I don't think you do yet. I'm I'm still I'm not I'm not in panic mode if I'm a Leafs fan yet. No. No. Even after not there. a seven three drubbing. You back? Yeah, oh yeah. No, I'm I lost I'm, I, lo- I lost you for a second. I was gonna say I've been here the whole time. Are you I know back? You're there. <laughs> yes, How I'm here. dare you? Uh <laughs> if you're looking ahead to tonight's schedule, uh Rangers and Pittsburgh at seven, Florida and Washington at seven. Look at Washington up two one in that series. Yeah. Florida gotta figure out what it takes to win in the playoffs here. Uh, Dallas with a 2-1 series lead. In Calgary, that game's 9-30. Avalanche, the only team with a chance to close this out, up 3-0 on Nashville. In my opinion, That one is, yeah, I think that's a 9-30 puck drop as well. I want to flip over to basketball really quickly because you posted this picture over on our Facebook page, and it is so, so funny to me. A Philadelphia 76ers fan fell asleep last night at courtside, and not did he just fall asleep – Dude's head is slumped to the back, mouth gaping open. <laughs> like, 
It is. In, yeah. It's got to be the most embarrassing falling asleep at a sporting event that I've ever seen. This is not just the like I drifted for a sec. He's he's asleep. This is not a I briefly. Out. He's yeah, he's, he's out cold. <laughs> Dude is snoring. I His saw somebody, mouth is gaping open. Somebody on Twitter referred to that as, oh, he's in that honk shoe sleep. <laughs> honk shoe. Honk shoe. His mouth is gaped. The, yeah. the dude is either just blitzed and had one too many cocktails mm-hmm. or had a whole rack of ribs for dinner and is in this <laughs> like pork coma. There's a lot of people in the comments sharing places they've fallen asleep. You and I were debating this morning. Is this one of the most expensive naps you've ever seen? It has to be. What's courtside? Can you Google right now? What is what is courtside? You know, Sixers tickets. What what does that go for? Because it's got to be in the couple thousand dollars minimum. Oh, has to be. Has right. to Basketball be. is expensive to go to as it is. Now we're throwing in playoffs, a big team like the 76ers, and and, and, and then courtside. Regular season around like like just for I'm talking regular season about fifteen hundred. So a playoff game in the second double round, it. I double it. I'd say you're probably in the range of three. Three. It could even get up to five. Could be. Right. Could That's be. but let's let's call it three. That's a three thousand dollar nap. The uh, I'm looking it's at a nuts. stat here. This is from the NBA Finals, uh, 2018 NBA Finals VIP floor seats were hanging around 47 grand. Huh. Now that's the finals, and that's a VIP floor seat. Yeah. So it could be different. Uh, that's a spectacular price increase from game one to game two as well. So, I mean, you're only in the second round here in a series that Philadelphia is trailing, but I just, I do think three is the floor. The, oh, the absolute floor. And, I, and we're probably undershooting it, too. Probably. He is KO'd, dude. <laughs> I'll, do some, I'll do some StubHub research before we get to uh, what we learned here. Yeah, yeah, and, you do that. Uh, Go I'll check out the pictures. It's over on the Hits Facebook page. Soper and Brown Show, it's 97.7 Hits FM. All right, before we get out of here, we got to find out what we learned on the show today. I'll say this. couple of things. <laughs> First text from a Leafs fan. Hold on. There we go. You see it? No, I didn't see it. Oh, you're, it's, you're cutting out again? Yeah, I'm cutting out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Leafs fan uh, in the text box is has no confidence. Said, uh, oh, Leafs, really? Leafs are going down. Like I'm telling you, man, they're hurt. They're broken. I, a, a loss like last night, I think, shook a lot of confidence for Leafs fans. Uh, if you want uh, a little recap on the ticket story we did, that we were just talking about a gentleman who fell asleep front row at the uh, Sixers Heat game last night. And not just uh, his court head drifted side. for a moment. Court yeah, court side, front row, nowhere to hide, snoozing. Mouth gaped uh, open. I am looking at, uh, this is Celtics at Bucks tonight. Okay. Uh, home game, this is the fourth game of the series. I'm looking at two court side tickets. Uh, these are row triple B. So this is actually the second row off the floor. Okay. Do you want to wager a guess? In Milwaukee, right? I will say nine thousand dollars. Ooh, you're 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 up a little bit. Okay. There is uh I'm looking at uh US two thousand and two thousand and seventy eight dollars each ticket. Uh, another one for twenty seven seventy each ticket, and another one uh for uh fifty seven hundred and change. Oh, there it is. Per ticket? So, 
per ticket. So when I said nine, I was meaning a combined. As a as a yeah. pair, yeah, nine yeah. for the pair, yeah. That's what I was kind of going. And you're looking for. at you're looking at four plus, or in some cases five for the pair to sit. It's like second row off the floor. Yeah, that's the most expensive nap. It's the most expensive yeah. nap. I think it's the most expensive nap I've ever seen. Yeah. Do you um? Does your buddy have an obligation to like give the album like pow pow? You're a pound. or do you just like? You have one. Yeah. Yeah, you have one obligation. I but think after if, that, Amy, what are you supposed to do? Shake him every thirty seconds, keep him up. If you and I were there, I think I would try and be like, pal, you don't want to be a meme. You don't want to be a meme. I'm telling you right now, you're going to be a gif. Like His buddy his buddy looks like he doesn't care. He's watching the game. Yeah. No, that's true. Uh, All right. What else did well, we learn on the show? We learned that uh, our, our wonderful Canadian girl, uh, Matea Roach, on uh, Jeopardy, her streak ended on Friday at 23 Hell wins. Of a run. Yeah, an incredible run. We learned that somebody in Brazil gave birth during a Metallica concert uh, over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, apparently. <laughs> there Just we go. Just pop the baby right out. During the opening band, she was okay, but when Metallica kicked in, the contractions started and everything came really fast. With three songs left in the set, they had to go to the medical department uh, in the soccer stadium and deliver the kid right there. Well, at least they only missed three songs. That's pretty yeah, cool. he missed the encore. Yeah, no big fine. deal. Uh, we learned that uh, this was the largest Kentucky Derby upset all the way since 1913 uh, with, uh, was it uh, Lucky Strike? No, Rich, Rich Strike. Rich Sorry, Strike. Rich Strike. Lucky Strike or Cigarettes. Rich Strike. Uh, 80 to 1, 79 to 1 by the time we got to the wow. line. Uh, in the Kentucky Derby on and Saturday. And what a comeback. Look at the video like on Twitter or something. You can see like the drone shot. It shows mm-hmm. you really how incredible of a comeback the, house, the, the, the horse, pardon me, pulls off. We learned about our gentleman who got the pig heart transplant, uh, David Bennett, in Baltimore back in January. Nah, he didn't make it. He did. Didn't make it. He did. Uh, I got a little sunburn on my head. Lightning struck a toilet in Oklahoma and a whole bunch more on today's Soper and Brown Show, which you can find via podcast form. On iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks to Aunt Holly for jumping in and tell us about her bubba. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the her bubba. bubba. Yes, you're the me. bubba. Uh, you're going to be back tomorrow, hopefully, in studio, right? Looks that way, man. Yep. Get you back in here, all right? Ash is up next. Enjoy the rest of your Monday party, people. We'll see you tomorrow. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Silver and Brown. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM.